You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. <laughs> so how's it going guys how good. you guys doing good 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 go ahead and introduce yourselves and your function in the band <laughs> okay um orly and i sing and i play guitar i'm george and i play bass i'm uh greg and i slap of the skins so your guys's name is los tristes who came up with that name i did i wanted to be the teardrops and it was already taken <laughs> so it just i, I was going a different direction with it and I said oh well, Los Frises would sound hilarious I did not know that yeah <laughs> and so I just I just came up with it and it was like well is it going to be rock in Spanish and I was like well I can't even really speak Spanish so it's going to be just rock and roll but I, I like the name so we're just going to stay with it that's ironic yeah. I barely noticed that you guys don't fucking sing in Spanish that's right <laughs> well it could have been worse we could have been Los Trastes and then that would have been bad <laughs> Laven los trastes. Laven los trastes makes me triste. I mean, if you translate los tristes, right, it's the sad ones. Sad ones, yeah. Are you guys like blues? Well, blues because fans? yeah, basically our songs are really just blues songs that we yeah. sped up a little bit, and that's what I write. I write. I consider myself more of a blues guitar player than anything else. So cool. How'd you guys come together? Uh, I used to play bass in a country band uh, called Workhorse, and uh, we went through some drummers, and one of the drummers that came through was Greg, and me and Greg really hit it off playing in that band, and he left that band, and then uh, I was still in that band, and I really wanted to start writing songs and, and putting together original group, and, and I wanted yeah. to record with these other guys, and they, they just wanted to do like the cover scene and, and make money and stuff, and I understood that. So I just kind of, I just kind of got myself out of it, and I said I'm going to find a new band to, to write and record music. How much would you make per night covering songs? Well, we'd make anywhere between fifty and a hundred bucks each, and I mean it was about five of us in the band, so it was good. It was it, play country or, or or like Mexican music out here, you're gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> facts. Yeah, facts. That's a fact. That's a fact. I, I mean, that's what are you gonna do? But anyways, uh, you know, uh, finally a couple months went by, and then Greg called me, and hey, we got to hang out. Came to my house one day, we started, you know, having beer and stuff, and yeah, yeah, bring your songs over to my studio. So I, I did, and then uh, we started working out, uh, working the songs out, and then just trying to find a bass player, and that, that took us a little while. <laughs> Needless to say. Cool, and this is where the bass player comes in. <laughs> I jammed with Greg and, and a few other bands, too. Uh, he was telling me about looking for a bass player for he was like this dude Orly and stuff and I was like oh well he played me the songs and uh, I just really liked the the rock and roll vibe a bit mm -hmm. and the, the the voice I really enjoyed the vocals too so um, he just kind of showed me a couple tracks on like Dropbox and I mean I don't even think I looked at him <laughs> I just came to practice and <laughs> yeah and just busted him out yeah, that's cool. So it was magic. Yeah, I was trying to do something more kind of like more melodic bass lines instead of just doing the root. I wanted to do kind of like a Rolling Stones, uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Like they have really melodic bass lines, and yeah. I thought these songs could like really benefit from that. So I was I was super down. What was your first show like together? The first show we did was we opened the show at Rock House for March. Broucher Kronos, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was a big, it was our first show, our first live show, and we had been kind of building up to it and, mm. you know, trying to get tight and, oh, you know, I uh, hope the songs go over. And then 
Well, our sound's not really a metal kind of sound, okay? You know, we were rock and roll bands. So I was yeah. kind of, I don't know if they were just going to kill us and throw us off the stage or what, yeah. but it, it, we did pretty good on that show. Like in the underground music scene, there's like, there's a, like Sluthammer, I think, is like the only other like kind of rock and roll sounding band. So like most of the other stuff is like punk and like metal. And yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, so yeah. like we kind of have a hard time like deciding like who to play shows with and stuff. So we just kind of figured, wow, well, fuck it, let's just play with, you know, whoever. And and I think like I mean we're tight enough together that we can pull it off like at Anywhere. a metal show or yeah. a punk show or ska show or whatever. Well, that's cool. You guys have been together only like a few months or a couple months. No, it's been over a year. When we over start, a year? yeah, when we oh, but Craig you guys worked up to that show, yeah, to that first show. This incarnation is is like I don't know, maybe almost six months, maybe, yeah, maybe six months. Yeah. You know, when we got George in and finally found like the the pieces, and then we was looking for another guitar player really, and that didn't really pan out with anybody. So we just decided, you know, why don't we just stick to being a three-piece because it's, it's working, and you know, so we'll just leave it like that for right now. I mean, if we decide to make a change, I guess we can. Yeah, it's actually uh, pretty interesting because, uh, like how Orly said, like the whole inception of the band was probably over a year ago. He was actually playing uh, with uh, one of Workhorse's other drummers, uh, this guy named Andre. So he kind of laid the foundation for uh, a lot of these drum parts that I'm playing, and I just tried to develop a style around it. When Orly hit me up, or when I hit Orly up, you know, I just wanted him to, to play a show with uh, one of my other bands. And he's like, actually, man, uh, I think this guy's moving to Nashville or something, my drummer. And I was like, oh, no, man. Oh, no, send yeah. me the tracks. Like... <laughs> Uh, send me the tracks I got your back I mean I was already playing drums for a few bands at that point but I'm like oh man I really like this stuff I can't I can't yeah. stand to, like see this project like fade away you know what I mean cool and so uh so yeah he got me and like uh we just started like shuffling through all these members <laughs> and it turns out like I should have just asked George to play bass all along man he's <laughs> he's kind of like always been there like 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 he said we play in other bands together and stuff so it all kind of worked out though man cool and like interestingly enough that first show that we did at Rock House we we're like the only rock band and mm -hmm. a full metal lineup right after us we we're opening for all those guys and uh, I think that's when they dubbed this style uh, deal rock Ah. Yeah, yeah. The bass player for March of Chrono is a, a friend. He actually plays in another band with a, yeah. with me and George. He just posted it out. Yeah, he posted it on Facebook. Some badass deal rock, and I'm like, hey, you know what, man? That that actually fucking hits the nail right on the head, you know? What do you guys have planned for the summer, and also for this year? We're just trying to right now. Uh, we want to record, uh, re-record some of our songs that we've done as demos and stuff. We're going to record another one. We have one already down, mm -hmm. and uh, another one we're going to record it's called uh, Execution Style. <laughs> the the bluesy one. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do that one. We hadn't really recorded it properly, just like live here in the in the in the thing and in, in the rehearsal space. We definitely want to play some more shows. Cool. Try to try to just get out there a little bit and then you know maybe we could go out of town and play something or you know come back or, and you know just play rock and roll man have a good time 
think we're trying to take advantage of uh, doing the whole weekend warrior thing, you know, making mm. it out to like Phoenix, Albuquerque over the weekend. And I think uh, those scenes are kind of a little more well suited for us. I've been to uh, Albuquerque quite a lot in the, over the last uh, six years. And from what I've seen over there, they got like a real like southern bluesy type of, you know, scene going on over there. And I lived over in Phoenix for about uh, a little less than a year because I was going to school over there. Yeah. And from what I saw, like, I think we'd really fit in over there. I mean, we love El Paso. Like, don't get us wrong. But yeah, yeah. Like we said, it's a really like a, a metal, heavy metal town over here. Or like, you know, there's just a ton of cover bands just here. a ton of Satanists, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. But our metal brethren give us love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. And there's a lot of really good guitarists and like good musicians in the metal scene, like for oh, sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, give you a run for your money, man. <laughs> Who writes the lyrics? Old man Orly over here. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> El triste. El triste <laughs> El metal triste El metal metal triste Yeah I do I just try to uh, Write from I don't know Just yeah, Like I said It's like a lot of blues songs I write some Crazy lyrics That sometimes Don't make any sense Like Execution style <laughs> It's not trying to be uh, Like Petty or You know I-, I wanted the songs to be Good songs uh, That you can just Wash your car to Or clean your house to Or party to Or Cool You know Throw in the background I don't got any kind of, uh, you know, agendas I want to talk about or anything like that. It, I just keep it light and like what I like to this is put something on and you can drive your car fast too, man. It's cool, you know. Yeah, all songs are about either love or hate, right? Yeah, something like yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Sometimes <laughs> love and hate in the same verse. No, no. <laughs> Do you guys record your own stuff, or or is it all in house at this point? Right now, our producer is Greg. He records the uh, he records our songs and he mixes them, and uh, you know he helps me arrange them. So there's George, uh, you know we put new parts into things. I have maybe an old riff and show it to the guys, and then they give input too. So it, it's it's fun. Uh, I love the collaboration, um, and I love the like, the guys like the songs, so they're enthusiastic about it, you know. And uh, you know, like as far as recording, we record right here. Uh, we use the back mm-hmm. for vocals and another one. And, it's usually uh, Greg will put down his drums and I'll put a rhythm guitar. By the time George gets here, uh, <laughs> we got the guitars done and he puts the bass and then I, I sing over it. Occasionally we'll uh, remix songs live on stage. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening, we're inside of Los Tristes rehearsal space. So all the songs on your SoundCloud were recorded in here? Except for the only two on there that aren't is a song called Summer and another one called Bitches and Money. I recorded those at my house when I had Andre in the band and we hadn't had we hadn't had a chance to re-record those songs. We are those are a couple of them we're going to re-record so everyone here in the band is cool. on the, on the album. Uh, but my friend Andre he he moved to uh, Nashville and he's playing drums out there. He's a great musician. And he helped me a lot. He's a he's a good guy. Awesome. So um, you know, but now we're in this era of it so um this is but i told the guys i said well i want to re-record those because i don't want to put them on there and it's not you know us it's true so yeah but we have a we have about probably almost 10 songs what's this space like to record in 
Um, pretty cool. It's pretty all right. It, it does. It does. It gets pretty clean. And the last recording we did, uh, it came out really, really nice. And you know what? We took our time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't put on 37 guitar tracks. <laughs> so we're just going to try. We, we got a vision now. It's kind of good that we did those other songs like the, like we did, you know, because now we got more of a, a vision of how we want to record it. And we're going to keep it simple and just let the song be a good song. That's all we want it to be. Cool. Anybody else want to add to that? Greg, you know, he does a lot of recordings in this in this studio, mm-hmm. like with a bunch, because he's in like 40 different bands or something. <laughs> so he does a lot of recording and stuff, so I think he knows how to like get a good sound out of out of all the equipment in here. I just uh, appreciate you guys being my guinea pigs, man. <laughs> Every time I get some new gear, I'm like, all right, man, let's, yeah. like, let's try to figure this shit out. And I can honestly say I've I've learned more over the last six months just you know working with these guys and stuff uh then i did uh the last like five years of recording because now i actually got friends to play with instead of just like doing it all on my own you know it's kind of yeah. like uh it's way easier to just like like i try and lay all the drums down before they get here that way i don't have to worry about any of that stuff so i get to go in that back room into like the control room and just uh, get my hands dirty and actually think about being an engineer as opposed to just like running back and forth, you know, trying to set up mics and like this and that. But yeah, man, it's it's been uh, definitely been a learning experience and just don't want to stop. I don't want to stop learning. You know, there's always yeah. room for improvement. And uh, yeah, it's a good opportunity, man. These guys make make it easy for me to, to do what I'm doing back there. Usually the way they lay it down is the way it comes out on the recording, you know. Not a whole lot of uh, post-production or anything like that. It's just, uh, you know, straightforward. And like how Orly said, we're just trying to keep it simple mm-hmm. and, like, you know, do what we do best and make sure whatever we put out there for you guys to listen to, you guys could just uh, push play. And like he said, drive fast, <laughs> clean your clean your damn car, clean your house, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Are you guys working on new songs or just developing your set? Right now, we do have some new riffs. Probably go over a couple of them tonight. Um, uh, yeah, we're working on new songs. Definitely, we want to get as many songs. I want to try to get twenty songs. You know, just to have them, and then record them, and then pick the good ones and, and put out like our what it would be like our little EP or 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 our LP or I don't know what they're called now. Just whatever our album. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what we're we're, we're definitely. Moving forward, I've dug into the archives for some some riffs I've written and stuff, and just trying to come up with good stuff and cool stuff. And sometimes it's not so good. So, but you know, you just take the good with the bad, man. Just try to. You just gotta toss out those riffs. Yeah. Man. Are the songs like based off of your riffs a lot, or does like a bass riff come in, or does it get start with like a weird drum riff, or is uh, it just, no, usually I just, just I, the I come in with guitar the music? Well, a lot of the music, you know, and then we'll go through it, and then Greg or or, or George will tell me, oh, well, let's try, you know, this, or mm-hmm. how about we, or, or I'll tell them, hey, I don't have a middle. Can we find something to do with that? And, you know, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. We usually come in with a riff, and it's usually it's just me at my house making noise, and I actually <laughs> record something. <laughs> I little recorder, and I listen to the next day, and it's, hey, maybe you could use that. How does El Paso inspire this band? Well, I guess in a way it's because I wrote all the songs in El Paso. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I, 
when I was young, I grew up in Michigan, and I came back when I was about in uh, first grade, and, um, you know, it was totally different. You know, I didn't even know I was from El Paso until I came back to El Paso because I was just a baby when I went up there. Um, But I think just the the way um, El Paso is a little bit different than other towns in Texas, if you haven't noticed. And uh, it just, you know, I love all that, you know, the blue stuff that comes out of the East Texas scenes and all that stuff. And to mix it here with, you know, just my experience here, you know, it, it... it inspires because it's just it's just a different flavor, man. I don't know. Not a lot of people have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one artist that's from El Paso that inspires me is uh, Tito uh, La Riva from Tito and Tarantula, and he's a brilliant songwriter. He's a kick-ass actor. <laughs> he comes on cool movies, and he has really good albums. And uh, you know, and nobody knows him here. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's in Europe. And he's huge. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, anytime you can make Salma Hayek dance that cool with a snake around her neck, yeah. you uh-huh. are the man. So anyways. Yeah. From dusk till dawn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Can I add anything to that? I kind of just like to think of the food when I write my bass lines and uh, try to feel good that way. <laughs> Gosh, it's hard to say because, you know, you just feel it, man. Like, there, there's so many great bands here. And... You know, although they might be like blues or this and that, you just know when you're you're hearing El Paso and somebody's music, man. Like, yeah, you get that southern vibe, and you know, some people have a, a slight accent when they're when they're speaking or singing or whatever, man. Yeah. And uh, I think it just uh, it, it makes itself known. You know, it's kind of like a feeling that you you just get when you listen to it, and that's what I heard when Orly first showed me these songs i was like this sounds like this town man it Mm. sounds like this town and it's a pretty special thing you know because uh we we got a diverse uh, music community here uh unfortunately like i said uh, the the only way to make money in this town is uh, be a cover band and that's why a lot of our artists end up going to like austin and stuff like that which is fine you know but uh me personally, I, I always wanted to make it here, you know, make it here first. Mm-hmm. And if it's strong enough here, I think the rest of the, the nation or the rest of the world will vibe on it. You know what I mean? True. Where can people find your music and your social media? Well, we do have a Facebook site. Uh, so look us up, Los Tristes, on the Facebook. We have a SoundCloud. We have a Reverb Nation. And we have a Bandcamp. And search us up and we'll be we'll be on there we have some of our demos up you know I think most of them are free to download if you want to check them out cool as soon as we start finish recording these songs uh, like for our actual record or our album or whatever it is then we'll have that one up too anything else that you'd like to add we play at the rock house a lot so usually uh, if you see a whole metal lineup and there's this little band called Los Tristes on the flyer come check us out man cause uh you're going to get some rock and roll. Cool. The Rock House on Montana, right? Yes. It's what I call a home game. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show, guys. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming by, man. We really appreciate this. Check out this track from Los Tristes. <laughs> Thank you.
That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Be excellent to each other and party on. Party on, party on.